the regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. Weather in New York City is so fucking cold that I'm actually farting just to keep my balls warm. That's how fucking cold. And I, I'm I'm initially trying to push out some nice warm methane because this is this is utterly. We're sitting in my apartment. I have a lining. which is which is freezing by the it's way. It's freezing. <laughs> it's fucking freezing in here. You see my windows? I lined up fucking plastic and everything, and still. No cabe. It doesn't fight nothing. I'd rather be outside at this point. Let's just record the show outside. You got, the, <laughs> you got a hat on, a hoodie, a snorkel. You got a fucking Timberland boots. I can't feel my toes in my Timberlands. I got three pairs of socks on and long johns. This you got to call your landlord. It, it, it does no point. I have, line, I have uh, uh, heating that lines up against the walls, and it's pointless. It's so fucking meaningless. Well, a little, a little uh, tidbit to all you um, residents of the great city of New York. Okay. If you live in a private house, a tenement building, or the projects, your landlord, housing authority, whoever owns the building, is obligated to keep the temperature no less than 68 degrees during the day. Right. From the hours of 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., they can't drop it below 62 degrees. If they do, you could call 311 on them and get them a citation. I think... I have to do that because I swear. I, you know, it's my whole my whole point is I gotta get the fuck out of here. This is this is I, this is my goal for 2018. I'm talking about like early 2018. I gotta get the fuck out of here. Not in New York City, not yet. I'm not I'm not there yet. But just to get out this fucking apartment. This is just ridiculous. And it, it's crazy because they're on the other end of the apartment. They're nice and cozy over there. <laughs> they're nice and to- I mean, it's it's not like fucking the Bermuda over there, but they're nice and toasty over there. on my end here. I might as well be fucking an Eskimo and his fucking penguins. Like it's <laughs> it's crazy. It's very cold back here. Yeah, it's a, well, you know what? You know, a couple of beers will warm me up a little bit, whatever the case may be. But other than that, if you guys are not in the eastern, if you're in the eastern seaboard, matter of fact, across the country has been fucking cold. Even Florida got hit with fucking cold weather. They went. I saw oh that. My God, Tallahassee, it dro- huh? It dropped to forty nine degrees. <laughs> but but the 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 geniuses. Ooh. No, it went it went below that because yeah. some of their fountains, some of their fountains were frozen. Yeah. So that means good. Uh, good for you, fucking Floridians. All you fucking transitional New Yorkers that went to Florida. Fuck you. But you don't. I'm very so, scared. Man. So bitter. Why? Winters are getting colder. Summers are getting hotter. What do you think? Global warming. Global warming, man. I'm on the Al Gore uh, train with this one. Well, they was talking about. They was talking about. Uh, I was watching uh, National Geographic. You know, sometimes I do walk that line. I actually want to educate myself. Sometimes. Really? Yeah. Sometimes in between beers and um. Fucking uh, henny shots, I guess. <laughs> I, I went, I'll tote the line, and I watched some, uh, some National Geographic, and what they they were talking about is like how the Iceland and all that their their polar caps are melting. But you know, at the end of the day, I said, you know what, the planet will continue. Well, do the planet this. will get rid of us and just regenerate. It yeah. doesn't care. Well, we had our first ever bomb cyclone. Which these, uh these fucking buzzwords. <laughs> when who created this? I'm watching the Weather Channel Tell and now boy. a bomb cyclone. Who makes a bomb cyclone? Exactly. <laughs> a bomb cyclone is about to hit the eastern the east coast. Don't be surprised. That might be the new name of the new heroin that hits the street next week. It's like, yo, I got that bomb cyclone, son. That shit's crazy. <laughs> that it'll, might that it'll might freeze happen. your veins. 
Oh, right. Oh, baseball team. Oh, basketball team. No, football team. The bomb cyclones. The bomb cyclones. Coming to Barclay. It's 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 ridiculous. They, they use these bubbles, these buzzwords. What the fuck is a bomb cyclone? Like, what was it? Like, something that's never been heard of before. Something that was just created. Who not, that now has a very deep and complicated scientific history behind it. Right. I'm I'm, I'm so I'm just assuming you have no idea what it was. Absolutely not. <laughs> no idea. But I know what I do. I, I do know what, what what we should know is that stay warm, my friends. Bundle up because winter is here for you. Fucking Game of Thrones nerds this is just oh my god yes i just finished watching that man i binge watched it for like a month with, with my wifey because she said it was really good did so, you like it yeah it's pretty good the frozen dragon came and froze the shit out of the spoiler wall, alert and, in case anybody hasn't watched this shit by now yeah well that was the last episode so let me tell you, we're waiting now to see me, what happens let me tell you let me ask you something i tapped out of season two like I, oh, I wanted, you know, oh so i can't even ask you no i don't care <laughs> well, you I'm don't not, know the answer because it's something that happened in the last season i'll just front what is it <laughs> Is 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 Jon Snow when he when he screws uh the mother of dragons? Is that his aunt or is that his sister? Ooh. I think ooh. it's his aunt. I'm gonna say, who cares? <laughs> At least he banged her. Like <laughs> I gotta Google this. I was kinda I, I, I thought he was kinda gay for a long while for a long time. That's what it was. Ooh, it, Jon Snow? Yeah. No, he can't be gay. He came back from the dead. Gays don't come back from the dead? I don't think so. Oh. Uh, speaking of which we had the before the mics went on, we were talking about like uh, voguing and stuff like that, and um, I must say that my goal for 2018 is actually I would like to have a gay person on the show to talk sports. I, I want to break barriers here. I want to talk. I want to. I want to discuss in different. Well, I think medias. that barrier has been broken for a long time, so we can just move move on from what, that one. What do you mean? What are you trying to say? Are you th- whatever, bitch? So, socially accepted, <laughs> but it, 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 with exactly well. Is it because still to this day I have not seen a gay? Uh, do we have gay sportscasters? Yeah, not yet, right? Yeah, that's, 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 well, we it's not fully, but we're getting there. We so slowly but surely we're gonna find out like we have a gay fucking NFL uh, uh, tele fucking tele what is it like a tele commentator and shit like that. That's yeah, I'm pretty with. sure. I'm pretty sure. That, what, what, that's right. Like 2018, we breaking barriers. Fuck you, Trump. Welcome everybody to another episode of the regular season sportscast. I'm your host Jay the Red Santa. Just Daniel. We're back in the building this week, ladies and gentlemen, and this week we are kicking off with NFL playoffs. This Woo-hoo! is what it is. Guys, so girls, ladies this. and gentlemen, throw your hands in the air because the NFL season is now in full swing. Love the NFL playoffs. Right now we were watching the pre uh the pregame of the Titans and Chargers. Not yes, Chargers, sir. Excuse me, KC, sorry. Kansas City, Kansas Arrowhead, City. high twenties, low thirties, temperature, cold. Uh Alex Smith. Is he going to throw one deep pass today? I it don't know. fucking gets really. Arrowhead has a place where, like, you want to talk about bombs, cyclone, they get fucking cold down there. They get, look at my boy Revis. Look at that. Darrell Revis with the Chiefs. Insane. But what's more important. Isn't he like 80 now? Like, how, how old is he? He's, he's, he can. <laughs> I bet you he has a pick today. Oh, really? Yeah, he's probably going to have a pick today. Six pack on you next time. Okay. So <laughs> They're on me every time. It's, it's all right. <laughs> so uh, make sure you check us out on social media outlets. Check us out on the Facebook, the liking group page. Check us out there on the Regular Season Sports guys. Check us out on Instagram at Regular Season Sports, as well as on the Twitter at RWJSanty and on the YouTube page at TRSS slash Terminal Tabloid. So we're talking about our freezing our balls. <laughs> yes, very, very interesting week sports wise. We have a big coach coming back to the NFL, stepping down from the broadcasting booth. We have 
NFL draft prospects coming into the league. Uh, draft boards are already up. We have a fractured relationship, perhaps in one of the greatest dynasties in my era. A uh, lot of things to talk about. Anything Didn't, in that particular? popped up out of nowhere, man. No, it's been a story that's been brewing for a little while. Yeah, but I'm talking about that. That ESPN actually was like sitting. Yeah, there ESPN and... was actually kind of slow on the story. Yeah. As soon as, uh, well, we'll get into that. Yeah. But as soon as the second quarterback was traded, mm-hmm. I immediately knew. We also had was up. we also had a celebration of New Year's. Yeah. New Year's. What'd you do? I fucking sat home, played video games, and drank. That was that was my New Year's. That's, that's, that's very depressive. And it's not actually. I also stood home because it was very cold that day. Flipped back and forth between Steve Harvey and the other one, and um, that's even more depressing. Yeah, well, you know, I had family I mean, to least... master the to mask the uh, depression. Uh, yeah, at least... <laughs> <laughs> to cover it. Yeah, to hide my hide my shame of yeah, loneliness. We had, we had some family over. Listen, the, the 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 best thing for me is like I said, I did it. I did it my word. The only thing I was just love that about, song. I was upset about was like you know I should play it. Sinatra, no, Sinatra, or Elvis on that. Sinatra. I like Elvis. Elvis. I'm Elvis sang guy. that shit. Elvis did sing it very well. El- what do we think about Elvis, Josie's boy? We know we, we know how black people think about Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know. what? Him, 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 fuck him and John, John Wayne. Wayne too. Woo. <laughs> I will not be taking you to my Italian restaurant that I like to go to. <laughs> <laughs> they might put it. They might put us in the table next to the bathroom, but uh, the They're food like, is good. Hey, hey, Daniel. Hey, what's going on? Uh, who's the Moulinian? Who's the Moulinian you brought in here? Yeah, I'm telling you. You, you want us to put him by the, the bathroom? You, 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 you see, I got away with it because they don't know I'm Puerto Rican. Yeah, that's what you got that look. Yeah, you got that look. Yeah, so I just say like I'm like fourth generation. You look like uh, Daniel Fettuccini or some shit. Yeah, like exactly. That. You get away with that shit. Uh-huh. Until I ask them if they have Hennessy. Then they, they figure it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's the matter with you? you know, only Moulinians drink that. You know, they don't drink that. You don't want some Chianti? <laughs> no. You have Hennessy? Really? Yeah. Lucky, not, lucky he's not a Jewish person. Be like, what is it? You're a Schwarzer? <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm I, finding all ways to say like the word black in, in different languages and shit. I'll let you take care of that. In one. Spanish, it's in Spanish. Oh, yeah. Who el Moreno? Negro. <laughs> the negro. But well, Josie's boy could get away with it. He got like, what? Was it one uh, quarter Spanish? Yeah, he got quarter Spanish with it. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Just like a pure black man, we told we tell dick stories. <laughs> so guys, make sure you check us out on social media outlets. What you and, and, and with the new years, you 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 happy with what's going on right now? Kicked off like New Year, new me. Fuck all that bullshit. It's just been five days in. And I don't give a no, fuck. No, New Year, same me. Pragmatic, routine. freezing my ass on a fucking football. Yeah, pragmatic field. routine. You know, uh, principled, moral, children, work. Money. That's it. Same thing. Yeah, I hear you. I'm the same boat. Nah, I, I, like with me, my whole my whole fucking aspect is like, you know what? <sighs> I, I I just want to get out of here. <laughs> That's my whole thing. Let me get out of here. Just... I see. I sense that man. Some life changes this week's going on. And, yeah, you uh... know what? Let me tell you something. You know, you you can't sit there and and honestly think about when it comes to making moves like you you have to cut off the world you i mean to me that's my the way i think about it i can still manage i can juggle everybody can find a way to juggle you know sometimes people do have their moments where it's like you know give me a couple of days i gotta be on my own let me be i get that yeah i'm just like a type of person that's like i don't need to do that like i've never i've i don't i don't if i cut somebody off i'll cut them off for life like, okay i don't need that pause time like i don't look at my phone and just be like uh I'll talk to them Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, it's just like. 
Well, I believe people who are supposed to be in your life ultimately find a way in or out of your life. So when it happens, just, you know, let it happen. There be it. If you're a good person, it's dead laws. Don't worry about it. Hold on. I'm about to cue the sad music. Hold on a second. Where is it at? <laughs> now, nah, but other than that, it's like, you know, it's good because it, there's always that, um, that old adage. If you love something, send it, send, uh, set it free. If it comes back, shoot it in the head. What? Oh, yeah. I like that one. <laughs> that was, what was that? That was Jay Z, right? Um, no, I think that's uh, Uncle Murder. That's, <laughs> that's your Uncle Murder's wrong. They say but, if you love it, you should let it out of its cage and fuck it. If it comes back, you know it's here to stay. Bars. Bars. I got the whole song, but I don't want to bore you with that. Bars. So when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, Just Danny and I will be coming in. We have our... Uh, this week's rant. This week's rant. We're gonna look at the uh, we at the the crossroads. We're getting to the that time of uh, time of year with the NBA crossroads. We'll talk some uh, NBA halftime um, approaching halftime. How things are shaping up. Looking, we're about 30, 35 games in. Josie's boy will be sitting in for that one. You, this will be fun because you and Josie's boy have not had a uh, conversation about that. You, Uncle Fred, had a conversation about that recently. I was very impressed with Uncle Fred. Very impressed. The reason why you was impressed with Uncle Fred is because he brought the henny. Besides that, <laughs> oh, yeah. Besides that, he, um, you know, I was, uh, he, he knew some play call and X's and O's, and he, he, he had some nice perspective that I enjoyed. Yeah, that's all you. You should have gave him probably like another half hour. He probably had been sleeping during the show. He'd have probably been done. So, also, what we got in store. We have uh, any bets for this week's playoffs? Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give some insight to all four games. We're gonna bet all four games. Talk briefly on them. Not something I usually do, but for playoff purposes, let's go ahead and move with it. And then we'll be talking sports and shit and whatever else comes down the lane. So, guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. And also, make sure you check us out on RageWorks.net. RageWorks.net is where everything. Shout out to RageWorks, man. Josie's boy, man, we missed you, man. I'm, I feel good. Yo, yo, oh, I got to tell you what happened there, Chili's boy. So, uh, RageWorks had, uh, their annual, you stay in, if you stay in the fold, hopefully you do. You'll be a part of the RageWorks family, uh, uh, annual holiday event. This year we went to Chili's and your boy, uh, Jay Santee was, uh, a bit of a fool. I mean, I, oh, I, I did mean, I see that? Was that Chili's or Applebee's? No, that, that was Chili's. That no. you posted everything you ate. I didn't eat. I didn't eat. It's funny. Oh, you, you didn't. Eat, oh. I didn't know the, the 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 dessert. I don't eat. I didn't eat that dessert. Okay, okay, that shit okay. was delicious. That from from what everybody told me, but I don't eat fucking desserts like that. But uh, what I ate is my usual: is fucking bacon cheeseburger, and that's it with fries. And that. but but they I, had I like that. they had this thing called um not this thing it's, it's out already. It's a fucking beer, Angry Orchard. Mm-hmm. The Angry Orchard at Chili's. If you buy one, they give you two. Is buy one get one free. Okay. Oh my God! I had one Corona, and the rest of the night was um, Angry Orchards and I, a beer. The beer. Okay, a beer. If it's cheap, you can do that in a restaurant. That's not bad. You seen what? What? Um, I forgot what restaurant it was. What chain restaurant? Matter of fact, I know I'm not gonna name them. They got these two for one margaritas. Mm. They make that shit literally in a big garbage can with water, and it's the cheapest tequila liquor yeah. you're ever gonna find. And it's it's horrible. Well, when you're drinking it, it's not horrible. <laughs> But but I don't but you know from what I've heard because I don't do that I no. order two three things that's it whiskey or cognac right that's all there is but um <laughs> yeah I'm, I might be so um you know if it's beer that's cool but not a drink don't order, don't go cheap there's certain things you can go cheap oh, no, on no, 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 don't go cheap good. on the liquor when you're when you're out nah but the, the greatest buddy I'm telling you I was like wow I got my and then I had I had separated my bill from the bosses because the boss you know he was like no no don't worry about it I said nah. 
Because I know I could go in. Don't worry about it. The bullshit is you should have left that one. No, no, no. Because I know I can go in when it comes to drinking. I was like, I don't want to put the tab on that. So especially that. I looked at my bill. I had about six rounds, seven rounds of that Angry Orchard shit. Came out to $18. I was like, no way. great. <laughs> I was like, I had a great fucking night. I was awesome. That's nice. That's nice. So guys, when we come back, like I said, we're going to have much to talk about. And I'll, and this week's rent, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you guys about what I did at fucking um, Chili's. That was... um. I went out of my, my, my shelf a little bit. I think it was the Angry Orchard. So don't go anywhere, guys. Stick around. We'll be back in a sec. In a small town in San Francisco lies a heart of a warrior. A man who's striving to become not only a team member, but a champion. From the creators of the game plan and the Tooth Fairy is a story of a young San Francisco football team who just wanted to be accepted and wanted to play with other guys. All I wanted to do, I swear to God, was get on the field and just score. All I can do and think about is score. All I want is to score. Shit, I just remembered I had a fucking date with Renee last night. Oh, I gotta call him. Disney Films presents tight ends a story of a football team that's not quite a football team you would usually see in football movies ah, did you just tackle me oh that hurt but i kind of liked it Ooh. a story of a young man who wanted to go on a football field and live out his dream of playing as a quarterback Dad, all I want to do is just go out there and just, just just bring something back to this town that it really, really needs. I understand, son. I, I, I really do. I, 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 I really, really feel for you. But um, you know that you're what? I'm not a I'm not an athlete. Well, you do know that I did run track and field, and I so I am an athlete. No, no, no. I wasn't gonna say that. I, I was gonna say that. Well, you're. You know that you're what? I can't throw. I can throw. You just saw me the way that I threw that 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 football. That it, it it went through the tire and it went in, and everybody went yay when I did it. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying that, son. I'm just saying that. Well, aren't you? It's a story about team camaraderie coming together by one man and one man only. Coach Macho. All right, I gotta tell you something, you guys. It, it, it's, it's amazing. You, it, when you first came in, I thought you guys were pansies. I thought you were just nothing but sissies. But after just you coming together and, 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 and bringing this team together and, and, and locking it down and going into the showers and staying in the showers for longer than I usually men would stay in the showers and I would hear disco music and well, any case, whatever. You guys came together and you, you, you bring bring fire you bring tenacity to the field, and that's what I like about you guys. And stop hitting each other in the ass with towels. Disney presents a movie of strength, bonding, togetherness, and more togetherness. All right, guys, down. Set. 69. 69. 69 68 I'll owe you one Hike hike The story tells of a bonding relationship between coach 
and his team. All right, guys, you guys are showing fire out there. Let's go out there in the second half and let's show that we can win. Let's dig in. And by the way, after you guys tackle somebody, you all don't have to go on top of each other and stay on the pile. Like, that just takes too long and it looks kind of weird. You guys, you, you, you can't do that. You got to. And, and why is it that every time you tackle each other, somebody always comes out smiling and has like a little. But any case, I don't even want to get into it. Disney presents. Tight ends, a story of epic and fabulous proportions. That's right, Hunty. You get that touchdown. You score. Now we got to floss and floss and get it, get it, get in vogue and vogue. Do your dance in the end zone. Guys, the game didn't even start yet. Who cares? There's a party going on. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, oh, let's go. Disney presents Tight ends. Coming to a theater near you. This movie is brought to you by the regular season sportscast. This week's rants. Josie's boy stopping by, of course. Our, our man extraordinaire, the man who knows all whoever there. Resident black guy. Resident black guy. <laughs> Very high yellow. <laughs> they, 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 they don't even have a color for you in a Crayola. I'm the box. same colors. Uh, you know, I'm Gregory Hines. <laughs> are you Gregory? I don't think you're Gregory. Nah, he's Hines. a little darker than me. He's a little but... darker. Shout out to Gregory Hines. I miss him. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Gregory Hines. Up in the building, we're going to talk NBA. Of course, our resident uh, NBA specialist is stopping by. Uh, have a good time. Here to, here to do some things, make things happen, make magic happen. First, just half, Daniels, this, first just half of the season, almost in the books. Yeah, yep. Just Daniel's also an NBA guy. Uh, have you, making, you been making bets yet? NBA, not yet. I've been winning so much in NFL that I've been kind of ignoring NBA a little bit. I like to come in after like 25 games. That's when people's rotations mm-hmm. start to short down and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I, I like what I'm seeing, and I'm kind of surprised by a couple of teams. Um, and All-Star voting just came out, so interesting stuff you know so what kills You know what kills me right now with the NBA is that everybody is so – Focus on the top teams, but they're not really looking at the up and coming teams that's on the rise, like little by little. I mean, what well, well, when it comes to like underdog teams, that is underdog teams didn't start getting major attention to like we're talking like the early two thousands, like when right. Washington came up and 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 Toronto. Well, Toronto's like pretty much. You recent. see, the problem is that the championship caliber teams don't take the regular season serious, no. and the uh, up-and-coming younger teams take it very serious. Is that so the, is that the, you don't know who's pretenders and who's... As well, far as we can, we can blame Greg Popovich for that one, I was one, about though. to say, is that the... Yeah. Pop, is we that can the, blame Pop for that. Is, that. is that the Popovich vortex? I was just yeah. about to say we that. We can blame yeah. Pop for that one, yeah. yeah. He started that about a few years ago. But it worked. Yeah? But well, he had he had older veterans, so there was justification for it, but... He played his part. You see LeBron taking less days off now really trying to chase and go after that that MVP and he might get it this year especially with Harden to miss a couple of weeks. He I, I LeBron LeBron should have got the MVP of the year. Derrick well you Rose you've been it. saying that for LeBron, the LeBron, LeBron LeBron could get the MVP every, every year. year. Yeah. He's Who's your MVP player. so far right now? Uh if I didn't pick LeBron? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. LeBron every year. If you don't go LeBron, who who would you go? But there's uh, a lot of arguments that say that KD is up there right now. I, I, uh I, 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 I Harden. I would either pick uh a, Surprisingly, a lot. I have a, I had a conversation with somebody about this. Uh, I like Kyrie Irving up in the running for me. Okay, um, uh, James Harden, of course, who I think should have won it last year. Even no. though I love uh, uh, Russell Westbrook, uh, I love Russell Westbrook. But look look what, look what we're talking about. Like Russell, I don't, I don't want to get too deep into last year. But Russell Westbrook, triple double man, yeah, great. You did 
he's fierce. He's fierce. When he leaves the team, the team is down. When he when, when he's on the bench, stay down. He has to come back up for them to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. James Harden affects that team just as much, but he knew enough to to work the system to where it's like, you know what, we won't be down by forty if I come out. Well, you've but always we said, can be up but you've by always, thirty when you've I come in. You've always said most valuable player. I mean, yeah, most valuable, valuable to your team. To Russell team. Westbrook most, can score most for- valuable to their team is undoubtedly LeBron. Yeah, 100%. Now, 100%. Russell, uh, um, Harden's been knocking on this door for the last two years. Last year, you had to give it to Westbrook because of his... The, he had a Only because of stats. Only because of the triple-double, the first man to do it since Oscar Robinson, right? Right. Well, that's why, and, both that's, of that's them, why, and that's why they said they threw it to him. Both of them are, both of them are ego-driven, eccentric superstars who don't make their teammates better, a little more... That way towards Westbrook than Harden because Harden averages a lot of assists, mm-hmm. but they which both, a lot of people thought he couldn't. Yeah, right. but they both don't play a great amount of defense. They both True. don't elevate teammates, and they both lost. Harden lost the game six to San Antonio, the second round, yes, he did. with no Kawhi Leonard, and after the game losing at home, he's throwing money in the Houston strip club. He has no self awareness. I like Harden. He, I don't think he'll ever be a championship player as him being. He has to be surrounded by leadership. I don't think he's a I great agree. leader. I agree. I mean, I, I'm 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 a fan of James Harden. I love the way he plays. We all know, but offensively, that's that's as far as we can go. Offensively, watching yeah. him, he's a phenom. That's obvious. Um, your point about LeBron, I have made this argument for too many years. Yeah. LeBron leaves Cleveland, they become a shit team. He leaves Miami, they're not even contention for the playoffs anymore. Absolutely. He comes back to Cleveland, all of a sudden they're number one team again. Like yeah. that isn't uh, that's a big effect. That's a and and, that, and nobody that's gets, a, a, a what's it called a bomb cycle. That's what yeah, that yeah, is. Bomb cycle. <laughs> Al Gore made that well, one. Up. Well, we we we. we <laughs> We all know this, um, LeBron's MVP. Biggest surprise to me, though, this year, and I think ultimately they'll wind up meeting in the Eastern Conference Finals, is the Boston Celtics. That first game when Hayward went down, I thought... Everybody thought that season was done. Okay, well, not the, maybe not the season was going to be done, but who could foresee them being 32-10 and 10 right now? True. Half, half the season through, 22 games over 500 leading the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. And they just they just beat up on the Cavs the, the other day. I'm not saying that I was still... Oh, but that was, that, was, that was without IT, though. Yes, it, it's without IT, and I would still pick the Cleveland Cavaliers in a seven-game series yes. in, the, in the Eastern Conference Finals. I would still pick them, but... What they have done this year, the the elevation of Jalen Brown and the surprising nineteen year old play of Jason, Jason Tatum, Tatum. Yeah. what they're doing and the leadership, kind of leadership ability, you know, Kyrie Irving has his shots have tapered off a bit, his mm-hmm. shot attempts. So what they're doing there to me are kind of the biggest surprise right now of at least the Eastern Conference. You talk about I, I, I could go that far and say you, the same you, thing. You talk yeah. about you talk about that you guys are in agreement that the Cavs are still will beat them in a in a NBA yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, at Eastern Conference final. I think so. Does yeah. Boston make one more move before you know, or at the trade deadline to possibly get it over. Do they make one this year? They have the same feeling that they I would can't be. I would be get... afraid if Boston did, only because of the chemistry they have right now. Do they get Gordon but Hayward what, in time? What? What? No. Well, he'll be back next year. What yeah. move? I don't know. They said his rehab they, they, is looking they're really gonna, good. They're going to push for him to be there, but even if he comes right. comes back healthy, he won't be able to play. Right. He won't be. Or if anything, he'll come off the bench sparingly a couple of minutes. What move can you make if you're the Boston Celtics? Well, right? let's look at you don't want to give up any young assets. Well, let's look at where we're at. As, far, as, far, as far as you can go, you're looking at your oldest player right now would be uh, Al Horford. Right. That, that okay. would be the only move they would have to make. And he's playing decent right now. Yeah, yeah, he's holding on. He's playing decent right now. Like, for me, when I look at it, I think, I think what happens is I think they probably want to make a move at the bench. Uh, there, there's times in which that you can see okay. in, in certain quarters – 
maybe um mid mid third quarter that they kind of slack off when they have to make uh changes at that 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 uh starting position okay. in the bench wise. I think they might need one key player that can actually at least hold down, especially defensively. You mean like a like a six man? Possibly or? a strong six man coming okay. off. Uh that's the only that's the only way that I think Boston might help themselves there. Okay. Other than that, uh they 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 they, they listen, they turn shit into fucking gold right now. Yeah, Everybody they, thought it was gonna be But uh, they've uh, had a surprising they've had a surprising season. They they're a year or two away from being Dominate. They're going to dominate the Eastern Conference for the next ten years. That's undoubt about it. Is it shocking if they stay together? Is it shocking right now what you're seeing with uh, with uh, the the, where everybody thinks is the runaway? Everybody thought that the teams were going to be a runaway. Of course, Gold um, Golden State is playing the way they are, but now it's you got to look at the the what's following behind them. You have the Houston's. You have uh, the you have the Minnesota who could be hot and cold sometimes. You have. Uh, San Antonio, who's San Antonio? Is there like any like any teams in the West right now that's like that needs to make that emerges that push right now? I mean, well, you, you pretty much just named the all, all the I guess what you would call surprise teams, right? Um, every everybody looks at Golden State for being the obvious. Let's, let's be honest. You have like yeah. five, the, the great, pretty much the greatest. If they're healthy, ever. if yeah. they're healthy, nobody's beating them in the playoffs. No Houston, not San Antonio, not the Timberwolves, not Oklahoma City. Now, what's interesting is. Oklahoma City with mm-hmm. Westbrook, Paul George, and Melo. Do you think, or if you're Sam Presti, general manager, do you move forward with Paul George, take a shot going into the playoffs and say, I got three superstars, playoff time, things slow up, I got one-on-one players, I can make a run at Golden State. You have versatility defensively. Um, or do you look to trade Paul George and get something before he leaves to LA. Yeah, if, what's the yeah, that's if what they're saying. smart? The problem if, there? Yeah. if they're smart, I think Paul George is the problem. Like you look at it, they're gonna they're gonna try. I think they're gonna bank on Paul George simply because he still has the age factor. Like Melo's a little older, he's a little. They're, they're playing little better as of late. They they're are five games over five. I, I think the media getting to their head now. It's like, listen, we gotta we gotta really spice it up. Like mm-hmm. we're 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 supposed to be a big three. Let's play like a big three. Right. Paul George, a great score. That's just it. It's like he doesn't play defense the way he used well, to. He, he's he's a pretty good defender. He leads the, he leads the league in a couple statistical categories. Right. Not on the ball defensive, not on the ball defense, but passing lanes, deflections. He bad hairdo. He hate his hairdo. Uh, <laughs> too, too many waves he, for Paul, you. Paul, 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 is that waves? We all like, we all like know Rocky no, Naps and waves. Snaps, yeah, it's, it's, it's the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> but do Paul, you trade him? Do you trade him? I would let him go. I would definitely trade him because we all like. Let's let's be honest. Paul George. Is used to. Be, I understand you get the logic where Melo is doing what he needs to do. Melo right. is. I don't need the ball all the time. Like I get it. I understand. Well, it seems like Melo has now accepted this role of stand out on the three point line, coming with the second unit. It's making and it score. easier for him. Yeah, it's making it easier for him. Melo is used to. He right. doesn't want to be beat up anymore. He wants to still be a, a, a player with a, that that can contribute. Paul George. You can see it in his eyes. Like, he wants stardom still. And plus, if you can get a two-for-one right now, because you could probably get two players for you can, you can get You can, can get, get a two-for-one uh, right now. But, if, but who's going to trade for him as a rental player? If you're if you're L.A., he's he's most likely coming there anyway. He wants to go play for his hometown. Yeah, but well, the rumors, LA, the rumors LA, are LA, 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 LA is going for DeMarcus Cousins and Paul George right. before the, before I think, the I, trade I think, I think that would probably be a mistake. I don't think you bring the volatile personality of DeMarcus Cousins. You see what's happening? To happened? L.A.? I don't think Not to L.A. That's just... That's yeah. just adding. You see to the what's fire. happened since since Lonzo Ball went out. They're zero and six. Yeah, yeah. They're zero and six, and Kyle Kyle Kuzma's shooting percentage has dropped to like thirty three percent. So the infectious, unselfish nature of Lonzo Ball has really made a difference. When you're unselfish, it's contagious. Exactly. So he makes a difference. I don't think he's going to be a super superstar. He doesn't have like 
the athletic ability to be that, but I think he's a true star. Not only well, you look at you look at somebody like John Stockton. People yeah. people didn't think much of him, right. but he was going to be, and I, he's literally like one of the greatest point guards ever. Time. And sure. I always said the same thing when everybody sat there it was like, "Oh, he's going to be shit or whatever." But he's not going to be the great. I said, "You can I, see I, him, I never, and he's not going to." I be. never expected him to be great. He's going to be good. He's a great, you know, he's a great uh, has great eyes on the floor. Uh, he people has just have Lavar's mentality, of, yeah, yeah, for for if, him, if, if, which if, is if, which is cool. But I would I, I would have a kid like him on the floor than a fucking kid that goes on the floor. And just just going for self and try to take over. Yeah, we, I mean, listen, we all know. Like, let's be honest. They're, they're once in a lifetime. Do you find players like Russell Westbrook? Yeah, there will probably never be another point guard like him. Not for a long time, at least. I would love to. I would buy it. He's the. I would buy a ticket to go see him. Mm-hmm. I would not start my franchise with. Not him. even close. Oh no, I would not, not start my franchise with him. Um, he's an electric talent. He lacks self awareness. Mm-hmm. He doesn't make teammate. He doesn't make players better. He seems like a good, decent teammate, but he's too. He 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 just said the other day. They asked him, "Are you going to help recruit Paul George to stay?" He said, "No, I'm not doing that." He said, he said thing, something about he said the, the only thing to win, the only thing that's going to keep him to stay is a championship. That's it. I okay. mean, let's be honest. That, that, and that's true. Though. That's everybody's mind. When yeah, you that's see, true, see people. Here's my thing. People, why, would, why wouldn't you recruit the second best player on on that team to and? Because you, he already you, knows you've already the, been burned by Kevin Durant. Yeah, but exactly. he already knows what the mindset is. He's already knowing, like, listen, this is my team. If you don't want, if you want to rock with me, you're gonna rock with me. But Not it, to fuck you. There's that's, a stu- but yeah, there's, there's the a superstar mentality. Yeah, that's yeah. what Paul George is. But having having, having that attitude will keep you in as a great player. But you'll never be elevated to that superstar unless he because, fucking leaves. Until he realizes that uh, OKC is not going to be the place for him to work and win whether, championships. Whether, whether, whether he leaves, or, whether he he yeah. leaves or not, you might have that same problem anywhere else. You might you can go. get it anywhere. There's going to be a humbling experience. It's just like everybody's talking about is Damian Lillard um, humble, uh, loyal to a fault? Like is, he's he's very loyal to a fault. You can but you can see it in the way he speaks about his friends and and everything around him yeah. outside of the NBA. Like he's a loyal person. And I don't know. It's like he's a, he's at a team where he's like yo, all his people that he he, he knows. From the end, that's in the NBA. But, that's but, cool, but, but, like, but right wow, here, they're all doing good. But I'm good for me. If you here, look at Damien, if you look, he gonna make money in Portland. This is true. But you look but at Damien Lillard. Yeah. He has he has the attitude, the competitive nature that a lot of players lack. Like we're gonna say, like 93 percent of the NBA lack that whole. I got to prove a point. Yeah. I have to do this. I have. He'll go out his way to go talk uh, to recruit a player. Something that Russell Westbrook won't do because it's like, listen, my shit doesn't stink. You come to me. Yeah, it, it, people know if you're not on Russell Westbrook. If you're not on my team, he knows. If you're not on my team, people are still gonna pay to come see me. Dan, you, yeah. I, 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 st- I still have my extension. Like I'm good. You're a Knicks fan. I'm, I'm, I'm diehard Knicks fan. Always have been. Loyal to a fault. How's the, how's the look yeah, going on over there? Fault. Because you know, last night you had a, you had a tough game. Uh, yeah, we were three games over 500. Now we're three games under 500, mm-hmm. and our supposed superstar KP is very young minded is complaining that he's tired. And he but you're looking good on Instagram, though. He needs hard. <laughs> he needs hard. I need Tim Hardaway back. I'm tired. I, I can't wait for my teammate to come. Yeah. Well, like, Courtney Lee hasn't been putting up all that production. Michael Beasley was Lee. doing fucking. This is the best I've seen Courtney Lee in a long time. Exactly. Why don't you stop complaining? And Michael Beasley Why don't you hit the weight hard. room? Why don't you get a little tougher and stop letting people push you off the block so now you're shooting 22-foot fadeaway two-point right. shots? Right. Definitely. Why don't you get a little tougher? When he played, when in his rookie year, he was. He was lighter and he was fucking tougher. Now well, he, he gained a little bit of weight, but now he but has, now he's soft. But now he has a superstar mentality. Now he, yeah, exactly. He a, and he does. He got that cocky streak in him. You see him mm-hmm. on the court. He gets technical fouls. He talks shit to the referees. Mm-hmm. And while he is a good teammate, it's just something about him. I think that 
I had a, a, a discussion with uh, someone else who's a Knicks fan recently. I thought they should have gave Cleveland Porzingis and took Kyrie. I think this is a point guard driven league, and I think you yes, could have built is. and signed with uh, around Kyrie. He would have loved and embraced the New York media culture. Well, he plays. He plays like yeah. a New Yorker. And, yeah, and, so. exactly. And yeah. and and his god wasn't isn't his godfather Kenny Anderson? Mm-hmm. Kenny Anderson. Okay, and then and then Porzingis is seven feet tall. These people have foot problems, injury issues. I don't see him. His potential is what Dirk. Supposedly, his potential is Dirk, right? Supposedly, and that's a, that's that's you reaching your max potential because Dirk is is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Dirk didn't win a championship until Jason Kidd got there and changed that culture yeah, exactly. around. So mm-hmm. Jason Kidd, one of your favorite players so, of all time, you know, ever, forever, forever. Yeah, because he's a glue guy. Right. He's a yeah. team first guy, and mm-hmm. and not only that, he couldn't shoot when he came into the league like Lonzo Ball. And mm-hmm. you know what he did? He's I think he's top three in all time yeah. field goal th- threes made. So he improved when he, when he on got his to game. Uh, Jersey. When he yeah. got to Jersey, he started. Yeah, exactly. he improved on his game. Yeah. So I love people who improve on their game. This is why I have no problem with uh, watching Lonzo Ball now. Like in another five or six years, it's like you know what? Maybe we were wrong about this guy. Right. Maybe we shouldn't have got on his back. And like he's in a, he'll be another one that's right now. Let his father talk. He'll shut the fuck up and he'll just play ball. And that's it. That's people what he will really be paying, paying attention to Melo and Jello right now. Yeah, exactly. Lonzo, back in so. out there in Lithuania, but. And shit. If getting, Lonzo, pussy, getting pussy thrown at them left and right in Lithuania. There's no, there's they see no, black, there's, there's no they see good black ass. dick out there. They there's no it. good ass out there. Did you see the reporter? Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. That uh, that practice, that practice looked terrible. That looked like a YMCA. <laughs> that looked like a YMCA game where guys were on their fourth, fifth game and fucking, nobody plays defense. Did you see all the not unnecessary even Juco, passes? Not even for yeah. just one layup. Juco <laughs> don't even look like that. It's like, Bruh. come on, fucking was it Gauchos or AAU Ga- teams? Gauchos is right. Yeah, let me not say too much because I don't want nobody to know where I live. They might get shot. Uh, no, I don't want nobody to know where I live. Because <laughs> um, Gauchos carry guns out uh, there. Uh, people, if 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 you if you haven't noticed, Lonzo Ball is actually on an All Star uh, voting ballot. Like, yeah, people are voting for. Him. As well but as I, but, uh, LA fans are loyal. Yeah, yeah, so they're they're loyal. definitely. Hell yeah, LA fans are loyal. No, he's not an all star this year. Not at all. Too much competition in the Western well, he, Conference. Well, he'll, he'll be in guard. the in the world game that the little rookie sophomore. Yeah, game. yeah, he'll yeah. He had that rookie. Okay, he'll be part he'll of be that. He'll be in that definitely. game. You know, maybe a celebrity game or something. Like he'll be somewhere. But um, speaking oh, of the all star, uh, who was it that got um, the Greek freak got the highest vote so far? Yeah, uh, that. I have I have a slight issue with uh, yeah he's leading football. he's leading the uh, Eastern Conference all, well he's leading the All Star votes in general, in general just, yeah. just general, under yeah. just under a, a million votes yeah and um in the Western Conference Kevin Durant leads so it looks like right now Antetokounmpo Durant would be your captains, captains yeah. as the format now changed. do you do, and do, but isn't it supposed to be where it doesn't matter the conference like you can pick whoever you it want. doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah, the conference so Giannis Giannis already came out and said that he, he would take LeBron, LeBron. do yeah. you think that he's getting the um the the Yao Ming syndrome remember because Yao Ming like years ago was like the highest fucking vote getter and all see but the, China that, that, that fucking voted for him that's because he became he became uh, no I don't think so a, a, side, a side show more than just that's what I'm saying talent. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is a great player right yeah. but MVP can, candidate but he can be year. better if he gets a jump shot, right. like you, if if he, he loses, that, he has it, a mid range. If he expands it to the three point zone, I, I don't even need him to go that far. Like he stays 15, 18 reliable. Yeah, I, that's cool with me. If you lose, and I'm glad he gained weight over the summer, I'm very happy about that. If he loses one step of his athleticism, he's done. Yeah, he, and that's the only problem I have. I love watching him play. He's, well, he's he's elevated his game from when he came in big to time, now. Big time. So he's proven that he can work hard and progress as yeah. a player. So I think that will come, especially with age. You start to slow down. The next evolution in your game is the jump, jump shot. shot. Yeah, so, Dominique Wilkins. So yeah. let, let's 
Yeah, Dominique. Dominique. Yeah. <laughs> Dominique. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was the. He was back in the day. He was the modern day mellow. You know, did the yeah. same thing for for ten years. Yeah, exactly. But so. uh, if I w- with the with the all star voting like. Ante the Kumbo, he he deserves that excitement. He deserves the votes. Uh, he's an exciting player to watch. He, we, we all know the All Star Game hasn't been super exciting for like the past twelve years. Yeah, like you know, you give it. What and, do you and, do to fix that? If you're the if you if you were Adam Silver, how would you make the All Star Game more competitive? Because this is this give is a just, purse. Give a real the, the, purse. Yeah, that's these, what I said. Give these guys real, make yeah. millions of dollars anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. Now. It, no, but no. you have to, you have to, you have to have something that 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 kind of drives them. Like, I and not all of them have max contracts. Let's put it like that. But they're all stars, so all True. of them have don't have uh, you know the league minimum as well. Good point. Good point. So, Good point. Um, what do you what are you gonna give them? You're gonna give them what a hundred thousand dollars? That's like a hundred bucks to us. There should be some kind of a. Uh, an immunity play or something like you, if if your team makes it to the playoffs, like some there should be some kind of incentive. Well, there has to be a bigger incentive. Well, listen, we have I all you've mentioned it before. You said it before. All star games are supposed to be fun. Just let it be fun. The, the NBA is the last it's fun, fun all star. It's game. fun when it's competitive. That's yeah. the problem right it's there. It's fun when the like game you, is competitive. I'm gonna give it right now. And a lot of people don't want to get hurt doing all. But look at it like this. After after make they, it like rock jock. That's bullshit. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see a fucking 10-point basket. You look at it like when they changed the jerseys, when they started going back to uniforms again yeah. instead of just the, the sole teams, for some reason that fucking drugged the nature of the game. After that, everybody was like, oh, you know what? Let me just throw these behind-the-back passes for no reason. And it's like the TV made more sense to them at, at, around that point. And that's all it's going to be. at Right now, it's not a game where I have bragging rights. It doesn't matter. The West wins. Every year the West wins. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if the East wins anymore. The West wins. So it's like you know what? Fuck it. Why not let me go out there and build a name for myself? Okay. Off the All Star Game, if Cleveland and Golden State meet in the NBA Finals for the fourth straight year, mm-hmm. is this is this bad for the NBA? Yes. Why do you say that? It's it, only 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 because. Well, me personally, I want to see that. I'm a I'm a big. Believe in so stories. if you want to see it, if it would I draw in a, a rabid NBA fan, don't you think it would draw in a casual fan and the ratings would be higher? No. Because casual fans are fickle. We all know this with any sport. Anything casual fans are fickle. So if I see the same team as a – say if I, I'm, I'm not I'm not a basketball fan at all. Like I'm just, okay, it's cool. The playoffs are here. Uh, if I come back a third year in a row, oh, who's there? Cleveland and Golden State. Weren't they there last year? I don't yeah. see that again. I'm not going to watch that. An avid basketball fan that loves stories, we're going to watch it. Yeah. We're going to watch it. Well, you'd have the you'd have the highest profiles there. You'd have LeBron James. You've had Curry and Durant and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green, Kevin Love. So I think it'll it'll draw the highest ratings out of any other possibility that you could have. Agreed. I mean, Houston, Cleveland is not drawing bigger matchups. Uh, Boston and Golden State won't draw a bigger Boston rating. Boston anybody. But um, well, Boston is more than Boston's kind of uh, national more than regional. But um, mm-hmm. I think I don't think it hurts. I think it hurts us now the way we think now. But I don't think it'll hurt the NBA long term. We've had dynasties. Dynasties boost up ratings. The the Boston had a dynasty. Ratings were up. The Lakers had a dynasty in the eighties. Ratings were up. And the uh, Lakers in the early two thousands. The Bulls in the nineties. Though that boosted ratings. The NBA's popularity was so high during these dynasties. So I I think it may be redundant to watch, but. It, I think it's not bad for the NBA. It's not not in the long term, but then you got to think about how uh, people's attention spans are different from those times. 
It's like everything's in your face everywhere now. So I don't you uh when 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 the Celtics had their dynasty, this was this was when black and white TV was still out in the beginning. Uh when the Lakers had their dynasty, it's like, okay, you either watch this or whatever's on ABC. Uh when the when the when the Lakers when the Bulls were around, that's the finals are only. Yeah. So they're still on uh ABC, but they were only on ABC. And it's like, all right, this is the nineties is still like, hey, cool. I watched this. It's not a problem. Uh, and, and we also had loyalty <laughs> in the True. 90s. So that was a different story. When the Lakers had their little dynasty in the beginning of the 2000s, okay, now the TV market is a little different, but people still watch. Right now, there's so many... Like, how many how many premieres are going to happen around the time of uh, the NBA Finals? It's like, am I going to watch... We know Game of Thrones and I come back on, but I'm just right. as an example. Am I going to watch... The Cleveland Cavaliers play the Warriors again. I'm gonna watch uh, Game of Thrones, or am I gonna like people are gonna premiere around that? So now it's like I don't know what to do. So that's like ratings. That's the only thing I I think will hurt. I think stars bring about ratings. The NBA is the best league that promotes stars, and there's no bigger stars right now than Curry, LeBron, and Durant. So I think Trump. It's gonna look good this year because people want to. It's gonna look better this year because people want. I want to see Kevin Durant and LeBron go at it again. I want to see that because LeBron has a point to prove, and they're what they're one and one now. Mm-hmm. So it's like two, two, and two and one, one two and one. Excuse yeah. me, two and one. Yeah, Golden State twice, but uh, I don't even want to get into that. that All right, time. guys, when we come back, we had Josie's boys come stopping by. Uh, where they can get you at that, sir? Uh, follow me on Instagram at J O S I E S B O Y O one word hashtag your favorite artist C M W I L dot com. Call me when it's over. When we come back, we got just Daniel's best bets and tons, tons more. Don't go away, guys. Stick around. This is the COO uh, of WWE, uh, Triple H, uh, the game, uh, and you're listening to uh, the regular season sportscast. Just Daniels, best bets coming in right now. We have four big games. Four NFL playoff games. Big status, big status, big boy status. Uh, may I remind you guys that we, uh, we're we doing pretty well to end the season. Yeah, how did that, how did that turn out? Did great. The last week we, we, we had this segment, I, we were 4-0 and mm-hmm. and uh, finished the season, the regular season since we started this, 15-4, and I believe. That's an amazing percentage. So we're making money. I am hand over fist right now. Did, not, um, not too bad. Did uh did uh did did you reap any fortunes from this? Yeah, I've been betting. You know, not too much. Like I told you, I usually bet about fifty dollars a game. Mm-hmm. So you know, if I go four and zero, I'm making about two hundred. Most of the times, three and one. You know, try to try to be winning overall in the season. I I I'm in. I'm in. Are you are you're in the black? Are you doing well? I'm doing well. Okay. Let's just say that. Also, I don't know if I have an accent. Did you ever try to do like DraftKings and the other ones like that? Daily Fantasy, I haven't tried because I feel like the game is rigged. Really? But you can win. And if you play with friends and stuff like that, you can win. But I think the pricing on certain players is tailored. And I think, remember, DraftKings and FanDuel, they got busted. For having insider information. Right. So, you know, it's been legalized. It's been fine to do. I just, I'll stay away. I'll, I'll do my normal bets. But, you know, to each their own. 
All right, so what you got this week? Okay, first game is Titans at the Chiefs, okay? Uh, I don't know what's colder, in here or fucking Arrowhead right now? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's pretty close right now. The Chiefs started off 5-0 and this season. You know, opened the season, big win against uh, New England. Mm-hmm. But then they lost four in a row, and then they finished off the season strong at 4-1. and So Alex Smith threw for over 4,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, five picks. He had a very solid season, bounce-back season. Kareem Hunt, surprise rookie, over 1,300 rushing yards, eight touchdowns. Tyreek Hill's proven to be more than a gadget player. He had 75 receptions, over 1,100 yards, seven. TDs uh, receive him, and, and the Titans are kind of the Titans are kind of like boring and plodding. You know, they finished the season nine and seven, just sneaked into the playoffs. Mariota had only thirty two hundred yards passing, thirteen touchdowns, but fifteen picks. Right? Didn't we expect more from Mariota coming into this year? Didn't we expect an ascension? Very much so. We did, and he kind of kind of fell flat he on fell his flat, face. Yeah. I mean. The leading receiver again is not a receiver, but a tight end. Delaney mm. Walker has 74 catches. I mean, listen, the Chiefs are obviously favored. They're obviously going to win this game. It's all about the spread. They're minus nine. Okay. That means you're going to pick them. They got to win by 10. This line started at seven for Kansas City has been pushed up to nine. It's a cold weather game. Kansas City has the advantage. There's no DeMarco Murray for the Tennessee Titans, which means a heavier workload for Henry, which he hasn't gotten all year. Mm-hmm. This is the first playoff appearance for the Titans in nine years, okay? They needed a last-second win on the end of the season just to get it. Mike Malarkey is a first-time head coach in the playoffs going up against Andy Reid, advantage at uh, Andy Reid. Mariota may not be fully healthy. All of these advantages are tailored towards uh, Kansas City. Therefore, I'll take Kansas City. I'll swallow the nine points. Kansas City to win by ten. It's a bit much that I would like to 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 take, but you know I'll go Kansas City. What else you got to do? Okay, you got um tonight's game very exciting. The Atlanta Falcons at the Los Angeles Rams. If you're gonna pick the Rams, they're minus six. They got to win by a touchdown. Seven. I like it. I'm gonna take the Rams. I want to hear what you what you think about this game because this these. Falcons were in the Super Bowl last year. The Falcons are floundering. They don't have the same. Uh, doesn't seem like the defense that they had years ago, uh, last year. So it was not the same. You thought it was going to be a rejuvenated youth that would uh, spark that defense up again. It's not there anymore. Uh, Matt Ryan is not looking the same as he did. You're having you're having uh, 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 problems in the backfield. Uh, Devontae Freeman seems to spark when he you know when it feels like the spark. It doesn't seem like the right team. It seems like there's a lot of heavy workload going to Julio Jones's way, and he's been playing, you know, with with with, uh, with a gippy leg and stuff. I don't I don't see how Atlanta could get out the first round this in in in, in this playoff round. Well, I'm going to agree with you. I think you're spot on. Atlanta hasn't been the same team, but let's give them credit. The way they lost their Super Bowl last year. That's that was debilitating. No team hardly ever gets back to the Super Bowl after gets back to the playoffs after losing in a Super Bowl game. Not only did they, they only finished uh, the season at a uh, ten and six, but um, at least they made it back to the playoffs after that such a crushing loss to the Patriots. So let's give them credit. Julio's banged up. Matt Ryan's been very average. The LA Rams are on fire with Todd Gurley. They're at home. I'm gonna take the Rams minus seven here, a uh, minus six to actually win by seven. So I like the Rams to move on. What else we have on top? Uh, probably the best game of the weekend. The Carolina Panthers going into New Orleans. Both teams finished 11 and 5. The Saints won the division. They beat Carolina twice this year. 
both on the road and at home. So this is the third time teams are facing each other. Generally, teams don't beat another team three times in one year. Right. Um, home game advantage New Orleans. I the spread here is seven. So if you're gonna pick New Orleans, they got to win by eight. I think Vegas kind of made a mistake with this line. I think it should have been six or five. Mm. I I like New Orleans to win this game. I don't like them to win by eight. I think Carolina is has the better roster. They have the better defense. New Orleans defense is banged up. Lattimore has still dealing with an ankle issue. Um, Vaccaro, their safety is out, and they have another guy. Uh, they're one of the best linebackers. Klein is out on IR for the rest of the year. I'm gonna take. Panthers not to lose by eight this game, but I still like New Orleans to win. What do you think? I'll take that as well. But the other aspect is that you got to look at the fact that when uh, New Orleans, once they offense starts and it starts rolling, there's no way that the that's the what Carolina I'm afraid did. of. That's that's the one thing that you're gonna have to look out for because once it starts clicking, once Bree starts picking apart uh, certain defenses, especially the different schemes that that Carolina likes to throw. I don't like it at, at, at certain instances, especially yeah. when it comes to uh, uh, crucial third downs, especially mm-hmm. red zones. They like to give up a lot of points really deep uh, when when it comes to uh, crunch time uh, hours. I really think that uh, uh, Carolina. Uh, they're 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 solely heavily reliant on uh cam and uh they're they're um they, they, it could be off and on especially last week we saw what cam was playing i mean at you know in all honesty there was already a, a position but you could get that whiny bitchy kid a lot of overthrows he was throwing high to a lot of receivers yeah. and i think that if he comes in this week during that same thing is gonna hurt the defense is not gonna really matter for new orleans because cam is gonna shoot himself in the foot but this is what i like about what ron rivera's done who just got an extension a two-year extension this year by the way a couple of days ago they that he hasn't centered this whole offense around cam it's been around the 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 running game and it's been around their defense so you know new orleans and new orleans with breeze their whole offense this year has been built around the running game with Ingram and and um Kamara. So let's see if Drew Brees can still sling it if he needs to against a top-tier defense. The matchup to watch here is going to be Luke Keekley versus the New Orleans running backs. That's going to be key in this game. Next up. Okay. Uh, toughest game. Toughest game of the weekend for me to bet, okay? The Buffalo Bills going into the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars are favored by eight and a half right now. If you want to bet them, they got to win by nine. I'm going to take Buffalo in this game, not to lose by nine points. I think the game's going to be close. Uh, LaShawn McCoy is dealing with an ankle injury. He may not play in this game. It's basically a 50-50 shot. We still don't know one day before the game if he is going to play. But I'm going to take Buffalo to not lose by nine. I think they have the better quarterback, which is Tyrod Taylor. I think Blake Bortles is too inconsistent. I don't know if Leonard Fournette is 100%. I think Jacksonville will win, but I'm going to take Buffalo not to lose my nine. I think it's probably be the tightest game on the schedule. For, I think this is going to be week. a closer game than people think. And uh, like you said, Bortles is, uh, if if he doesn't make a break, this is probably going to be the game in which he might be out for this season. If he falls flat season, on his face in this game, they might cut him. They yeah, might let him go. He might be gone. And when we were looking at it, like I said, Fournette is still working on it. If Jacksonville's defense finally comes back uh, after a, probably like a two-game slide, then they're gonna be yeah. running on all cylinders. And Buffalo has a has a tendency to where they'll um they'll shoot themselves in the foot. The running game is not gonna be the consistent as it is. They'll find their spots if uh, if uh 
if they could hit their t- their tight end like they usually would in, in key situations, it yeah. might be it might be an opening for them to possibly do something. But this is going to be close to what it is. And I, but I'll take Jacksonville. That, that's for a, the that's win. a great point that you make about they have about Buffalo's tight ends. They have two good tight ends, including uh, Charles Clay. Now Jacksonville's defensive strength is their front and their secondary. Buffalo doesn't have great receivers. Mm-hmm. If they don't have a Lashawn McCoy, they don't have a great running game. Right. And if anybody could. You know, make that Jacksonville defense work harder is going to be Tyrod Taylor and his ability to extend the play and roll out and move. Right. So that's why I like this game to be closer than what people think. I'll take Jacksonville to win, but not by nine. That's a big spread. And finally, that's it. Those are four games. That's it. That's the it. cold has frozen my fucking head. These are our four games this weekend. All right, guys. When we come back, definitely we're gonna have, uh, of course, talking sports and shit and. Uh, Probably get warm because this is just this is weird. Can we start like a bonfire or some shit like that? This I'm is with just... it. <laughs> I got the marshmallows. So guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up, guys? This is comedian Dan Shanad, and you're listening to TRSS. Keep it locked. Man, we talking sports and shit. Talking sports and shit, much installed. NFL, of course, with the end of the year, the regular season is done for. That means there's some firings, hirings, and moves. So I love this time of year. Just Daniel, take it away. NFL firings and hirings, rumors and coaching carousels, open galore. Bruce Arian retires, so does Carson Palmer. Does Bruce Arian remind you like if you're like somebody's grandfather who drinks Coquito during the holiday? He got like that fucking Kango hat. And I shit. love the Kango hat. <laughs> I love the progressive nature. I mean, listen, last time Andrew Luck was any good, he was over there. Right, exactly, so, yeah. Where do you go from here if you're Arizona? Because they're in a division not only with Seattle, who's still, you know, champ, they got championship pedigree. Right. Now you're there with San Francisco 49ers and Garoppolo and the LA Rams with McVay and Goff. Like, yeah. where do you go? You switch divisions. <laughs> you switch divisions, yeah. right? I mean, listen, Carlson Palmer gone. Um, I would probably, I would probably try to make some trades if they had any trade bait to move up in the draft oh, order. Okay. In the draft, they're about maybe 10th, 11th right now. Right. What do you do? Do you go after Baker Mayfield? You, I would think you trade, that, you set I think trade that up? would probably be the better. I, it, it's funny because a lot of people didn't have uh, Baker going up so high anyway. They probably had him at a late projection, probably early second round. But now Let's, his stock went up because of the bowl game. Let me ask you something because you watch more college football than mm-hmm. I do. Right. Rosen, Darnold, who just declared for the draft, mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield's going in. Right. Who do you like? And and Allen, Josh Allen. Josh right? Allen, yeah. Who, who do you like the best? Who do you think is most pro ready to go into the NFL? Who would you take if you were the if you were the Giants at two and no quarterbacks off the board? Where would you go? Donald is 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 um is QB ready as an IQ wise as an NFL QB wise. He's he's very keen on 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 being aware of defenses. He's uh easily easily coachable. There's been talk about that. He's he's mature for his age and he. The only thing that he lacks is possibly the command of a leadership role. Okay. Uh, Rosen is a guy who is the leader. He will go in a huddle. He will shake up a team. He will make sure that, you know, you guys know your assignments. Has a very intellectual background. Also smart, but he's not as keen as Donald. Donald is more keen on that. Uh, And also, Rosen is a guy who's very more can, can sling the rock high-end background his family vacations in nantucket and right. stuff like that but very but very in tune with uh some may say that uh his maturity level as in the game is probably on a level of a brady right now some may say so you're a giants fan right right you take rosen 
I would probably, I would probably take because I think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, I would probably take Rosen. Uh, I, I once again, I'm not a big fan of taking the quarterback early on. Um, I think a lot of times it's something progressive, especially when you have a free agent market that you could probably get somebody in there. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity for the Giants. That I see, which is like this. This is a throwback to early 2000s when you could you got uh you get Eli, you got Philip Rivers when you mm-hmm. had on the board, you was able to make moves, whatever the case may be. But I'm also thinks where uh like I know right now the 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 Giants are looking at uh, that quarterback position, but also. You know the running back position also been lost. Oh, how can you pass on on Barkley, man? It's it's going to be passed, but now but now they have a running back right now that they might have some confidence Ooh. in. Um, uh, uh, Daquan, um, Darkwa, Darkwa. Oh He's, my goodness! Listen, the Giants are funny like that. If they say, "Listen, if you could get me three or four yards and open me up to a, a, well, a passing can, game, can you? then that's what they'll do." But when you got a kid like Barkley. Like he just signed with uh Rock Nation. Yeah. He's ready he's ready to go. The kid did less with and made more at fucking Penn State. And it okay. wasn't like as though like he he had a great offensive line. He had a nice offensive line, but he's also a, a key back when you need him in certain situations and, and special teams. And he's also very, very in tune with working against certain defenses. Okay. So um uh, it's something to pass up on, but if the the Giants are gonna look I would probably say that it's going to be uh, uh, Rosen with uh, Eli as uh, a mentor. Absolutely agree with you. I think that's what the Giants should do. If Donald's off the board, you draft Rosen, you keep Eli, you sign him to a year or two contract, you let him sit behind Eli, let show the young kid what it is to be a professional, how to practice, how to play, how to prepare, and... You let him come in a second year after after taking that all in. Giants fans need to understand on. that this is not going to be the year that in which that is going to be. Oh, we're going to have a great season. It's like no, you're going to have a transition. Well, you can bounce season. back if you keep if you keep if you keep um Eli and you get back Odell and you're going to keep Brandon Marshall and you you make an addition to the offensive line here or there. You keep your defense intact with the last place schedule. You can have a successful season. Well, that's the one thing that I, I was saying about um. About the, 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 the draft order right now with the Giants. If they're able to pick up two, two or three big men, quick men who's, uh, who, who's able to spot off right off the line. I'm talking about offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. They would be, especially on the blind side. The blind side has been horrible. Yeah. Horrible. You're giving my man Eli PTSD before he fucking it retires. It's going to be <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. For sure. I, it reminds me of Mark, Mark Sanchez. That's what happened with Mark Sanchez, Mark Sanchez as a Jet. He got PTSD. Mm-hmm. He had to throw the ball within two seconds of a snap. He started butt fumbling. Yeah, he had yeah. a lot of things he had to deal with. So I think it's going to be that same way. I also believe that uh, the defense is fine because if you get an offense that can keep you off the field for a longer period of time, you can stay in games. Yeah. But... um. I also feel that 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 with the Giants now that we got a new GM that came in there, he started cracking the whip, especially the last game of the season. Mm-hmm. He sat there and said, "Listen, if you didn't want to play because of a meaningless game, you can go." You know, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of discipline you need, and that's the old school mentality of I the like Giants. It. I Bill like Parcells it. was like that. You had a uh, Coughlin was like that in certain uh, situations when he didn't favor players. Like he knew when to crack the whip. I I I fucks with it, but at this point right now. Uh, the draft is going to be very, very interesting. It's, it's, uh, it's a very, uh, to me, I see as a very offensive heavy draft. Yeah. And I see a lot of players that people didn't think were going to move up that is going to make us a lot of shifts, especially after these bowl games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chicago Bears, they fire John Fox. Right. Where do they go from here? Uh, 
the 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 well is going to be very very timid uh when it comes to coaching this year there's a lot of open uh open areas that that occur i wouldn't be surprised if they took um the the fallen giants head coach right now i okay. i would not be surprised if they took him uh i also think that good young defense right Nice young quarterback. You don't know where he's gonna be yet. Trubisky. Right. Trubisky. I kind of I like him. If you give him something to work with, you know, if you give him something to work with, I I, I like him to be fucking interception, Casey. Um, I I think that Chicago is another one that's like the Cardinals. You're in a real tough division, but you can. But instead of leaving the division, you might be able to win it at some point. Or well, at least get a wild card berth. You know what I would do if I was Chicago? They've sent, they've interviewed um Josh McDaniels. They say mm-hmm. he's a leading candidate. I think it's correct right now to go offensive-minded coaches in the NFL, especially if you got a young quarterback. Right. I would put in a call, and I would offer the Gruden contract to Harbaugh in Michigan. If really? I was, if I was the Bears. Right, yeah. He's it not feels like a position he'd take. He's not too far. He's still, he he'll came still be from home. the Bears organization. He'll still be at home. Michigan and Illinois is not too far away. Exactly. That's what I would do. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not a bad call. Um, we just have to see where Harbaugh's loyalty is at right now because I really think that he's still keen on the fact that yeah. Michigan might have a, a, a ball club for the next year. He has unfinished business in Michigan. But the other problem with me is like, Every fucking team in the Big Ten won air bowl fucking game except for who? Michigan. Ugh. Yeah. Fucking stomach hurts over that. Detroit shit. Lions. Jim Caldwell out. Who do you bring in now? Uh underperforming Detroit Lions. Solid players on defense. You have a quarterback, you have him locked up. Offensive line's a bit shaken. You haven't had a hundred yard rusher since mm. cars were made well in Detroit. Uh, so what do you do? You know, you 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 really want to look at. I, I think with with Detroit, you need a tandem. You need a fucking. You need a a head coach that's going to be offensive money, but you also need that uh that that a coordinator that's going to be behind you, that is going to be able to keep the the defensive steady. The other thing is that you need a strong fucking uh a running back coach. They haven't had a hundred uh, fucking a thousand yard rush yeah. since when? A thousand yards. Let's talk about a hundred yard rush in a game. In a game, had they haven't had in years. They're talking about right now that Patricia, the defensive coordinator for New England, is yeah. the leading candidate right now to right. get that job. I don't like it. I don't think he's head. I don't. I don't think he has the demeanor to be a head coach. And well, the, ho- the whole idea. The whole idea is that because. Everybody, as much as people may fucking not want to think about it, everybody wants to go into that deep well where years ago it was the uh, the, the Parcells well. You had all these head coaches that are now uh, prominent and successful in the NFL because of the Parcells fucking upbringing. They were all assistant coaches or coordinators under Parcells, and now they're successful. That doesn't now, always work out, though. But now this is what they're going to do. They want to dip into the, the, the Patriots Belichick well, which okay. you know, when we talked about later, it's like, mm, we might find out that it's not as fucking uh, pure as we, yeah. as we thought it would be. Belichick also let go back in the day Charlie Weiss right. and um, Romeo Cornell. They both went on to have very unsuccessful tenures at Notre Dame, Cleveland, and you know, I think Weiss went somewhere else. He I think where succeed. Weiss was, Weiss was crazy because he he bit himself in he he bit himself in the face he trying did. to do that because uh, Notre Dame was a a school that didn't fit well with his prototype of of, of scheme. So I I thought that he tried, he did his best. I was happy because I'm you know Michigan beat their ass, or whatever. Yeah. But um, otherwise, he's he's not a bad coach. I just think that he 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 left out. Plus, the money was good. Un- understandable. Make a good point there. Indianapolis Colts. Chuck Pagano out. Right. Andrew Luck appears to be healthy. Right. 
still a shaky offensive line, no promising running back, only T.Y. Hilton and Jack Doyle on offense, right. uh, limited roster, quirky owner, crazy right. owner. What do you do? Another 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 team that's very um very lackluster when it comes to the offensive line. You're gonna you, you're gonna get a a head coach in there that needs to be more keen to getting protection for your quarterback. Yeah. Luck is is still is still a diamond in the rough. He's a he's a fucking spot on quarterback when you got him good, when he's healthy, and you really need to find some protection for him. I don't see them going that way. Yeah. I really think that they're gonna fucking take anybody available right now. I think they should hire Josh McDaniels mm-hmm. and I think McDaniels should go there. Um if they take McDaniels, the offensive coach with Andrew Luck, and right now they're sitting fourth or fifth, I believe. They don't need a quarterback. You go out there and you draft Saquon Barkley, and now you have Andrew Luck and Saquon Barkley with T.Y. Hilton and Jack Doyle, and maybe you sign a couple of other guys. Now they can control that division for over the next. Well, the coach has always been successful when you had a strong running game. You had Edron James back there; they were successful back yeah. then and back in the days. And you 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 also had. Uh, certain spurts, the, the time when they fucking uh, had Trent Richardson, it was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But um, but when you had a a legitimate running back, it helped to spread the game out for them. So a pickup for Barkley is is key. It is a it, it'd be a big key for them. Um, I think one thing that they are missing that is probably something for their offense that's that's very key is that they probably still need one other position in a tight end position. Also on defense. Secondary shit. It's god awful. Well, they drafted Malik Hooker, safety. You don't know how great he's going to be. He seems okay. Right. But um, they let a couple of defensive players go. They definitely got to retool. There's new. There's a new general manager in there from last year. Let's see how he surrounds Andrew Luck. But they, they got to protect Andrew. Andrew Luck is a right. world-class caliber quarterback. Give him some protection. And he needs a veteran fucking center. I mean, uh, uh, it's it's been... It's, and give him an offensive coach, yeah. okay? New York Giants. Right. McAdoo, gone, out, gone. I think, like I said, I think I, I think you probably be a better fit in Chicago. That's what I thought. Who would you hire? Right now, uh, there's talk. You know, the rumors were at that Belichick is actually looking that he might okay. like the Giants. Do you, do you position. wait? Do you wait till the playoffs are done to to fish for gauge him? his interests? Yeah. I hate those um, preemptive uh, signings where it's like uh, Belichick is out. By the time the Super Bowl is 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 happening, like that kind of thing is like, I hate to hear like, uh, but this is Belichick last year because he's already signed. Like, I hate that because I'm always a thing to where it's like, at least give the fucking team a chance to 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 fight for him to keep him. Yeah. Uh, I also think that Belichick knows that he's a football guy. He's not yeah. a retired guy. He's not a a, a, a guy who's this is is in his lifeblood. Mm-hmm. You know, he's already raised kids without being there. He's he's he's. He knows that football is his lifeblood. Uh, once Brady's gone, I actually thought that uh, Popovich was going to do the same thing once Duncan left, but he didn't do it in, yeah. in, in, San, in uh, San Antonio. But oh. I'm also thinking to where, like with Belichick, it's like I think the 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 writing's on the wall. Brady is is. I think it's most definitely on the wall. We'll talk about that later. But if you're the Giants and you have any chance to get Bill Belichick, get him you now. sit there and you wait. You sit there and you wait till the players are done and you gauge his interest after. Um, and we'll see what happens there. The Oakland Raiders, um, we'll talk about this in our and rundown. And plus, that, that helps be- best with the whole uh, drafting a quarterback. 
for the Giants. Absolutely. Yeah, that works best. Absolutely. Um, Oakland Raiders, they jack their Rio out. And you bring in John Gruden, ten years, a hundred million dollars. Has there ever been a motion where a, a, a head coach is not out, but they demoted him? Have you ever heard of something like that? Who got demoted? No, no, Del no, Rio's no. out. No, no, no. I'm gonna say, have you ever heard of that? Before? No, because I didn't think Del Rio was a bad coach. I just think that he had, um, I think he had a lot in his hands, especially when it came to to uh, defense. Wasn't. Yeah, well, he's a defensive coordinator, and the defense and, and it stunk. Su- and it stunk. But he it, he had a lot of injuries as well, and he also yeah. had to deal with a lot of players that just was seeming like they were phoning it in. Like it mm-hmm. just and you know you you came in and you actually from what I what I see, I think but who you, does that I fall think, on? I think you and I think um, Oakland and San Francisco finished with the same fucking record. Yeah, who who does that fall on when the players are not falling? I in think line? Isn't that the head coach's job. I think it happened in the locker room. I think you know after a while, you know, you're, you're Del Rio is another guy that's like a, almost like a players' coach somewhat, but it's also things where I think it happened in the locker room. I think a lot of players. Uh, they they lost faith in the offensive core. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crabtree became a little bit of a headache. A little uh, bit. We, there's rumors that he's out. Right. Uh, uh, Amari Cooper didn't have the greatest fucking season. They like regressed. Was, Both of them regressed. Done. Uh, the, the, Marshawn the Marshawn Lynch experiment didn't work, didn't work out. He got his accolades here and there. And Derek Carr fought. He had a healthy season, but he fought and fought and also lost. The locker room is someone that was going to talk about his his faith or whatever the case may be, his religion that came into yeah. play and stuff like that. With the but, standing and the national anthem. But yeah. now you bring in um, um, Gruden, which everybody thinks is like the, the coming of the Messiah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk, we'll talk about that a little bit more. I, I have some strong opinions on John Gruden, which, you know, some people may not like. Right. But, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But I think right now, what 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 they should have looked for is to actually get that defenses back. I always want Oakland to have the key, strong defense of the, the back in the eighties, the seventies, where it's like you know the bad boy fucking image, and you, you don't have it. It just seems like they're falling in. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati Bengals, Marvin Lewis. They retain him right. for two years. Right. We thought he was out. There was rumors that he was going to leave on his own. Bengals are so dysfunctional. I mean, I like Marvin Lewis as a talent evaluator. Never liked him as a head coach. Seven appearances, never won a playoff game. Can't control the the the, the players that that he that he brings in. You know, a kind of wild wild west culture. Just didn't like it. I did like the Cleveland Browns keeping huge action. I think yeah, I, I thought that was good for them. That was if this makes any sense. That was the best zero sixteen team that I've ever seen. I said it. I said those guys are fucking tough. They man. F- they played they hard for him every fucking game. Yeah, they, like you rarely on the season look it up. Like you didn't see blowouts. These guys played every they played fucking hard for game, him. man. And I think they they have one or two moves right now. That everybody goes, oh, another quarterback, another quarterback, another quarterback. And it's like, yeah, because you need a fucking – I thought that get a get a, a quarterback coach or an offensive coordinator that can actually if, – if, if your head coach is going to be working with fixing the whole team, mm-hmm. get you a quarterback coach that's going to be specifically for your new quarterback and say well, Hugh this Jackson is your Well, Hugh Jackson is a job. quarterback whisperer. He's, right. a, he's a quarterback coach. Fine, but he also has to have his hands in everything else mm-hmm. you need to get another quarterback whisperer in there to lock it down yeah. especially if you bring it in a donald like kind of you player. take sam donald yeah. i think i think you take sam donald he's the biggest of the quarterbacks right. the strongest arm they don't want to they wouldn't they, you would not see baker mayfield go up on that because they don't want a manzel fucking catastrophe again no not do no that. you can't i think you take donald 
You build around him. He's the biggest kid. He's building the mold. They still have Duke Johnson, right? Still have Duke Johnson. Still have Crowell. Still have a decent offensive line. You don't know what you're doing with with, with Gordon yet, but they got pieces. I think it's just bad play calling in certain instances. And I also think that where uh, you have wide receivers who are yet to have confidence in themselves. And I think that that would help. I would not be surprised if next year, we see Cleveland actually be a contending team. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. I can see it definitely. Dallas Cowboys are retaining Jason Garrett. Some coordinators might move I can't here or stand there. This. I don't. I don't they, know what the fuck they. Uh, why they like this I, guy? I don't. I don't have. You know why they like him? Because he does whatever Jerry Jones says. Exactly. He's a he reminds me of um um Girardi from the fucking Yankees. He fucking got face first. Luck because he was a fucking a uh, franchise guy. Well, I don't, I don't, I, don't I, I think get it. I think if if you were rating one through thirty two, the coaches in the NFL, I put him right in the middle at sixteen. Something I, around I think he's oh, he's average. I don't at best. get it. Like he looks like he's just. He's always had clock management issues and yeah, you know, it's so just a weird. I don't thing have a problem me. with it. I think the Cowboys are okay. I just think they need to you make. Have, some you ever signings. play Madden? Yeah, I, I'm a big Madden guy. When you when you play um coach's pick, like you do the the, the coach's option, like what yeah. to play, uh, what to play for that play. I uh-huh. think that's what he fucking does. Like <laughs> it's weird to me. I yeah. always sit there and I'm like, how the fuck is he successful? I think he just fell for like fell forward in some good fucking um talent. You got Ezekiel Elliott. You got uh you got Dax out there. Uh, uh, great offensive line. Des Bryant is going to be out soon, so now you're going to have to start probably fishing yeah. the market for for a wide receiver. I don't know whether or not they're going to be able to find somebody. I would go to Des and I tell him you pay, you take a pay cut, or we're cutting you. But not only that, I don't think you know Des. I think Des' time is done. Like I really do. I really think that his time in Dallas is really, really done. He yeah. might need a fresh look. He might need a new slot. He might need something different to do. I think right now. The, the, the burden shouldn't be on him anymore because I think right now his, it's, it's, it's not for him. Definitely. Houston Texans. I agree. Get Des out of there. I agree. Um, Houston Texans, Bill O'Brien. I would keep him, give him a shot with Deshaun Watson. Give the, of course, you're not going to fucking sit there and, and, and give up on this kid. This kid is, he showed that he could fucking, he was actually a bigger surprise to me than anything because, um, I knew he could sling the rock, but I didn't think he was NFL ready to sling the rock. Yeah. That was, that was the biggest surprise for me. And I, and I, and I actually rooted for that too. Yeah. I was like, oh, sad. They to traded see up that. and they got him. And they got him. Uh, Houston, uh, I think they need more help defensive wise. The, the JJ Watt fucking, um, uh, uh, Power through is great when you're thinking about uh, the inspiration and such, but when you're thinking about you got to help the guy out. The secondary sucks. Uh, your linebacker core is fucking iffy, and uh, when it comes to the proper schemes, the defensive coaching wise, where they really need to lock in on. Definitely. Um, I like Bill O'Brien for some reason though. Never had a capable quarterback, and they always seem to be about seven and nine, eight and eight every yeah. year. It's like I, to I, me, I, that's what I always thought of the Bengals were. They was like like that. Vance Joseph on, on on Denver, there was rumors that they were going to fire him. Then all of a sudden, they come out and say, we're going to give him another year. I think it was a terrible signing to hire him in the first place. He's a defensive coordinator when you already have a great defense. You have young quarterbacks, uh, Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, who you need to nurture and help grow to see if they are the guys. And you go out and hire a defensive coach. 
a defensive coordinator who doesn't even have that much coordinator experience. I thought it was a mistake from the get go. Um, but they're going to keep him and let's see what happens if they attack that position in the draft. Biggest decline outside of the Arizona Cardinals. I think Denver is going to be right in the fucking hole. I will not be surprised next year if they will be. Two and fourteen, one fifty. I by next year, I would not be surprised. I if can that see happened. that because yeah. the defense is only getting older. The New yeah. York Jets decide to retain Lovey uh, Todd Bowles. I was about to say Lovey Smith. Todd Bowles. <laughs> they're they're going to retain Todd Bowles. Um, I think. I think it's a good. I think it's a good look. Give I him another they, shot. They, they played hard for him. Give him a, a fair shot with a team that has a decent quarterback and some mm-hmm. talent. Because remember, coming into the season, the Jets were going to be the worst team in the NFL, no right. talent. And, and they got five wins. You know, they finished five and, and, and 11. So give Bowles But Kyle played hard for them, man. You had to give he it did. to him. He's he a played. grinder. Give the Bowles some credit. But um, give him a fair shot and see what happens. I do think in today's NFL, you got to hire an offensive coach, and he's a defensive guy. But give him at least a fair shot. Let's think about it like this. If Belichick is out in the Patriots, that fucking NFC, that AFC East becomes a crapshoot right now. You could, yeah. could probably see the, the emergence of, uh, Miami come up little by little if they, if they fucking could stay healthy. They had a fucking shitty season because they didn't get their bye week. Everybody can say, which it, it, it does fucking factor in. Yeah. Um, it, it hurt them. It, it hurt, hurt them. them. You also have on um, Buffalo. Them and Tampa didn't have great seasons. Right. And I think that started it. Yeah, exactly. You had, um, you have, uh, Buffalo who's in the playoffs right now who, who can bounce back again next year. Doesn't it just takes one thing. Yeah. And, but, you know, well, they got some, they got some questions to answer. Are they going to retain Tyrod Taylor? And if not, who do you go out and get? Well, there's a lot of coaching decisions out there which says that Tyron is not their, their quarterback for the moment, which I think that they're fucking false with that. You got not many people want to throw in Buffalo. Yeah. Well, he he's, plays, he's, he plays well. I he, mean, every but time you see, want to throw well. up there. So he's comfortable with there. And with the Jets, I think the same thing is the scrutiny is not as big as like if you were a giant player mm-hmm. but when you're in the Jets there's a lot that a Jet player there's a lot that's on your shoulders because there's a lot of history that you have to fucking come back from because yes, you true. haven't won so um, I think the signing of Bo Stain was is fine he's a he's a player's coach as well and I think that a lot of things like uh, my boy Joey says it's like listen make a decision at the quarterback position yeah do something Tampa Bay Buccaneers last one decide to retain Kirk Cutter do you like it I like it because they they knew they weren't going to get Gruden. Yeah. It wasn't going to happen. Uh, they they fished. They they pearl. They 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 fucking um, paraded and tried to get it. It wasn't going to happen. Uh, they signed with him. We we mentioned it earlier. The the lack of a bye week hurt them. I think we need someone to mature this fucking kid at the quarterback position. Winston, I agree. I think someone that I think- needs. I 100% agree it's with you. I'm glad you point. I, I'm glad you pointed it out. I think the success. The well. The not being successful is totally on Jameis Winston. He was another one with Mariota who came in the same year was expected to take but the I next think, step to I, I think it's the whole didn't. offense because you had issues with Doug Martin and his and his nonsense. Yeah. You also have uh you know hiccups here and there with your wide receivers. Well, who's the leader of a team? The quarterback. The quarterback. If the quarterback's immature. Right. What's going to happen? You know, you can't I can't sit there and have a coach's uh, a fucking uh, players meeting at the strip club. Yeah. We need to sit down at fucking Arby's or a fucking IHOP and have a fucking discussion about what we are going to do as a team offensively because the talent is there. Over yeah, two or Orchard, uh, uh, Angry, Angry Orchard, Orchard. Yeah. which I wish I wish I was there right now, but <laughs> okay. but uh, but honestly, this is what it is: is that Tampa Bay has the potential to breaking out in that division to be something, and you know, defense is there. You have you have young talent there, which is a lot of a lot of coaches want. But Jameis Winston is the key to that, and you're putting a lot of res- responsibility on a kid who barely knows how to pee in a fucking toilet. 
Definitely. And don't hire a don't uh, if you're an Uber driver, don't go get them. <laughs> the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Next up. All right, our sports rundown for the week. Uh Darren McFadden loses money on a Bitcoin investment. Check this out. This tell me, tell crazy. me. Crazy. So um Darren McFadden when he uh, came into the, the the NFL, he, of course, as many individuals do, and this is why I say that. I remember. Have you ever seen the uh, the ESPN special, the Thirty for Thirty Money? Yes. They don't educate these guys. No. None. None of these sports educate, especially when you're young. You're coming in. They don't educate them about investing, financing, whatever. Yes. Dan McFadden invested his money with a certain outside party, an individual, and. This was in the 2007, 2008, in which Bitcoin Correct. was was starting up. And the person that he was involved with. Which name was Michael Vick, interestingly Exactly, enough. right? It was Michael the, Vick. The finance's name was Michael Vick, and no, it wasn't the quarterback. The quarterback. It's crazy. So he came in, and he had these... Um, they had these. They, they had this relationship to where the the investment's going. Come to find out that the individual involved was, you know, had corrupt. He was corrupt. You know, he was stealing money from the bank. He invested three million dollars on Bitcoin with him to purchase Bitcoins at the time where Bitcoins were going for seven hundred and ninety dollars per piece. Josie's boy, you hear this? Darren McFadden invested in Bitcoin at like 2007, 2008 for three million when they were going how much? Seven hundred and ninety dollars a piece. A piece. They are now rumored to be going for twenty. They are now valued at twenty thousand dollars a piece. Right. It, it it fluctuates, but yeah. Come to find out with this individual who actually, uh, I, I don't believe, I don't think that it was filed properly or yeah. it was that he lost out on what was a, and he just retired. Yeah. At a staggering $237 million. Million dollars. No, he didn't, the guy didn't fucking invest it properly. The no. Fi- the finance guy took the money. He took the money. And went to Cabo with it. Exactly. And made it lightly drizzle. Yeah, for a he didn't bit. finance it. He would have made $237 million if the guy financed it. Lesson learned. Do the you... paperwork was there, but he never financed it. There's a difference between a black guy and a You see, what I always tell people is just as important as the information is the source of the information. And you have to follow up on this. Don't you can't it... trust people okay, like that. It's great, it's great to invest, but you know what? Instead of spending all that time and doing research on what you're investing in, why don't you do some research on who you're investing Investing, your money with? Exactly. This is why I don't think the NFL and other sports fucking do this. You can't handle the truth. Saquon Barkley signs with Rock Nation. That's right. Hove. Hove. Throw the diamond up. He is cornering the market. Hove. Rock Nation, boy. Listen, listen, listen. Jay know what he doing, man. He know where it's at. He he already got that shit going. Listen, that's, that's a safe investment. Plus, you know, he'll be in the videos and shit like that. That's good. By the way, I'm telling you, this kid, I, I, I have, I have, I have strong properties for him, man. I think this kid is gonna be an amazing fucking player in years to come, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, I hear he's a beast. He's an absolute freak of nature. Say hello to my little friend. Raiders signed John Gruden, ten years, hundred million dollar contract. And this is this is where I sit there. I said, um, why not? I, the only thing I can say right now before you go on your rant is it was either one or two things. A he knew that the house was burning down in ESPN land. He already knew with yeah. you know with, with certain uh, firings and certain instances that's going on. And B, 
Yeah, you, you Raiders knew they had to throw him money before him to leave comfortably. They did. He was making six million dollars a year on ESPN. He was the highest paid personality mm-hmm. on ESPN, doing very well as a TV personality. And it's not like he's bad. He's fucking great. He's amazing. He's amazing as a uh, you know Monday Night Football. He has a house in Tampa, and I think the Raiders had to do this. I think that it was a smart move for them to do this. They're a lame duck franchise because they're staying in Oakland only one more year. So mm-hmm. they have to generate some type of excitement right. before they go out to L.A., before they leave Oakland flat-faced. But I think 10 years out of I'm I'm so – yeah, Vegas, sorry. I'm so, ups, I'm so baffled that they were of a $100 million contract and that they were even offering him ownership rights. This is insane. This it was, man, I don't think it was necessary. This man hasn't coached football in over 10 years. And I know he's involved in it. But you know what? The last six years that he was in Tampa, they did nothing. Right. They had, they were, they had three winning seasons the last six years he was there. He won a Super Bowl with Tony Dungy's built team. Okay. When he left Oakland, they still went to the Super Bowl member. He won with Tony Dungy's team in Tampa by beating the Oakland Raiders because he knew all their personnel. Right. Okay. So they, they still got to the Super Bowl without him. I don't think he's even the better Gruden coach. I think his brother in Washington is, is is a better coach right now. Um, I like John Gruden, his personality. He has the ability to wear on people. Ten years is too long of a contract. I don't think in year one or two they will be bad. I think they'll be good next year because they're going to play on last-place schedule. But I think this was a mistake signing. I think right now it's going to be a thing to where uh, the shine is going to wear off in like three years. Because yeah. once you go to Vegas, you're dealing with a new environment, a new uh, new weather. Yeah, new uh, uh, new situation, and you're gonna be thinking with, uh, do I really want to come into a new city with a new coach or with players? Yeah. So I think the shine might go over. Now, not to take anything away from Gruden, like I said, he's like I said, he's a big personality, and and when it comes to QBs, I think he has a keen sense of what it is because we've seen it. And actually, yeah. it's funny because a lot of the QBs that he had to sit downs with during the ESPN shows and all that stuff, it they took what he he told them to 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 fucking to to, to fruition, and it worked for them. But I also think that at the end of the day, is that uh, Oakland was re, uh, re, reaching as as straws. I don't think the ten. Year hundred million contract was necessary. Don't think it was there. It was needed. Yeah, I mean he has Oakland has the young quarterback in place. They have at least or is a, what twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, he's no, he's no still, more than twenty six. Yeah, he's still young. He, they have a young quarterback who, who by all by all accounts, a lot of scouts still like him to be a top tier projecting. And they have a good young receiver and 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 Amari Cooper. So and they have a good offensive line. So they have a nice foundation, but. I just think it's too much. I think in the first two years he'll be successful. I think he'll start wearing on people year three, and I think it'll ultimately. I do not see him living out the the whole tenure of that contract. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Um, ESPN, f- another round of ESPN firings. Probably this uh, this sexual harassment thing is running rampant even into the new year. Donovan McNabb and Eric Davis are gone. Because of sexual allegations. This is what I said. I think Gruden know that the house is burning down in the house of mouse. ESPN is in trouble. Are they yeah, in trouble? I think they are. They've been in trouble for a while now. And I it, it's funny because Well, I think they sustain, but they just go with younger, cheaper talent. So true. me and you got a shot. Yeah, pretty much. There we go. Yeah, pretty much. How much would it take? Seventy five thousand a year I'm out. Hey, listen. We'll move to Bristol. Nah, but you know, if it's seventy five thousand a year, 
I still have to work my other job. Like, it, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I could, I, I'll, co- I'll come in during the day. Come on, we'll get a two bedroom flat in, I, uh, in Connecticut. I do a mid shift and fucking and even for radio. For radio, you could get sixty thousand. Yeah. So I could do that. And I think that's the other thing too is I think their talent is more in the radio status than it is on camera. I think so too. And I, it's 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 a fucked up situation because. It's the house of mouse. You 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 fart the wrong way, you're gone. Yeah, you're you're you're, you're fucked, man. And it's not the old days. Like right now, Fox Sports is like, hey, fuck it. There's no sexual allegations. I don't give a fuck. You yeah. good? But you know, it sucks. I mean, because you know, you, you don't condone it. But I think right now, if if you fucking just said that, yo, I'm just gonna go to the bathroom. Even the boss, John, female. Yeah, even the boss, it's John be Skipper. A bad thing. John Skipper stepped down. The longtime tenured uh, president of ESPN, he stepped down recently, and he wrote a, a, a heartfelt letter saying that he's dealing with substance abuse problems. So yeah, things are running rampant oh, over please. there. I mean, that's the only way. Is I'm, I'm a horny dude. I got a fucking uh, coke yeah, habit. Did. Whatever. He probably left before the. It's uh, crazy. Listen. Uh, and you look at Donovan McNabb, I'm like, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Bill Belichick secretly sabotaging the New England Patriots. That is like, I don't know why we didn't leave with this, but okay. I wanted to save the best for last. Oh, great. Because I, I believe in this story. You do? I strongly believe in this story. You said that this story. is something that's been um, hanging for a while. I, this, this has been hanging. I think that Brady's 40... Well, the signs have been there. First of all, Brady's trainer, Guerrero, was recently, two weeks ago, kicked out of the sideline and the locker room by Bill Belichick, limiting his access, which he's had for a couple of years now with Tom Brady and the TB12 method. Right. That's one. Two... They were very high on Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. They trade him. For what? Philip Dorsett. Philip who? Huh? Right. What? Then they trade Garoppolo for a second round pick when he was he was getting offers for two first round picks last year. Right. I think that Belichick went to Kraft and said, after this year, Tommy's done. We're going to move forward with Garoppolo. We're going to cut or trade Brady after this year. And Jimmy's our guy. Brady will be 41. That's it. He's done. It's over. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many Pilates he does or avocado ice cream he eats. Or whatever let's move he forward. sleeps in. Whatever yeah, sleep hyperbaric uh, regenerative pajamas. <laughs> um, let's move forward with Jimmy. Let's cut Brady or trade him. And Kraft overrode him and said no. And Belichick got pissed. And he gave up Jimmy for a second because that's what Kraft wanted. So Belichick. And another. So that that's another sign. And... Belichick never lets his assistants interview until after the playoffs. McDaniels has interviewed with Chicago, with Detroit, Patricia with Detroit, Indianapolis. He's inviting these uh, leadership of, of these franchises to come and interview them in New England this week. This never happens. Why is he doing it? Not only does is he going to walk away, but he's going to take Patricia and he's going to take Josh McDaniels out the fold and he's going to leave... Uh, He's going to leave Kraft with uh, Tom Brady, Giselle Bunchen, private jets, and that's it. It's going to it's gonna be all over from I'm there. I'm telling you, this is such a Parcells I believe thing. I, I'm this not a conspiracy so theorist. And I always said Bill Parcells, like, I always said that should have been my fucking father. Like, I, I love that, that, that kind of mentality because he's a guy that the, the Giants, when he went, when Parcells was with the Giants, the Giants let him do what he did, and he fucking won championships. Yes. He left. Went to the Jets and it was and like Kraft's always let Belichick yeah, do what he, what he does, had to do, yeah. except for, for this, this time. when it came to Brady. 
Yeah. And let me let me ask you something. These both guys have have are, are tremendously successful. One is going to go down as the greatest NFL coach of all time, and the other one's going to go down as the greatest quarterback of all time. That's undis that that's not disputed. Now, who gets more credit? For this dynasty, is it a fifty-fifty split? What I believe, no, Belichick it, gets the fucking credit. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And I've been having an argument with someone all week about this. Belichick I give Belichick fifty-one percent and Brady forty-nine percent credit, and I think that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. But I it, give credit to the coach and the, to the system, the course. philosophy, and not the player. Yeah, that's you got to be kidding me. You and I'm a player at, saying, but that. I tell you right now, I say this in all honesty. This is where all the Patriot fucking haters are gonna get they just do and the chickens are gonna come home to roost because come by next year you're gonna have to find a lot to keep this fucking organization together because if it's yeah. like this belichick is too stubborn he will be out you think he leaves right after this year or does he wait till brady retires there's nothing else to do there's no, he's there's nothing he can accomplish anymore. you know what i see belichick doing i think if they win a super bowl this year especially i think he'll leave and I think he'll go to another team and be an advisor like Parcells like, did with or, the with or, the Dolphins. Or there, yeah, or exactly, exactly. But I also say, listen, listen, they win or lose, he's gone. He's not. You think he's gone regardless? He's gone. I can see that. It's a changing of the garb. It's like, listen, I can't, I can't. You want me to win? I'm not going to be able to win the way you want me to. Yeah. With you guys keeping posing shit on me. And I think that would have been the right move to move on from Brady after this year. I feel the need. Well, that wraps us up here, ladies and gentlemen. We made fucking a lot of shit out of nothing. We we fucking pulled it out, man. That's, that's what we do. Listen, check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on the Facebook and our liking group page, the Regular Season Sportscast. Check us out on Instagram at the Regular Season Sports. Check us out on the Twitter at RWJ Santi, as well as on the YouTubers. At TRSS Turnbuckle Tabloid. And also check out Rageworks as well. You get everything under one umbrella. You get all the comic books, TV shows, pop culture, sports. Call me when it's over. All things that's necessary for your livelihood. Why go anywhere else? We have it there at Rageworks. This is what it is. Rageworks.net, guys. This is where it's at. We're family, guys. Good week. Good week. We were able to find us in this fucking frozen tundra. It's That's like fucking right. Lambo feeling this bitch. Stay here. warm, New York City. All right, guys. We out of here. I'm the king of talk style. Make sure you try to check out Jay the Red Santee. Just Daniel. We're going to be out of here. I'm not best for business. I'm best for everybody. Uh, catch you guys going to reground. Enjoy the playoffs. NFL playoffs. Squash. The regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. Sports Keys.